Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The incessant hum of war is settling in over Israel and Gaza. We did get news on Thursday that much-needed humanitarian aid could start flowing into Gaza from Egypt starting tomorrow, but rocket and missile fire is a daily fact of life. From Gaza to Israel's northern border with Lebanon, we're also seeing increased violence in the occupied West Bank. But beyond the frequent displays of firepower, I don't want to forget about the ongoing angst being felt by families of those taken or killed by Hamas in the initial terror attack. Amit Mann is one of those who did not survive. She was a paramedic. And while she could have maybe saved herself if she stayed in her apartment, her family says she actually rushed toward the danger when the shooting began in the kibbutz where she lived. And as the hours wore on, she sent increasingly desperate messages over WhatsApp to her sisters, Aviva and Lior. They spoke to CNN's Anderson Cooper on Wednesday. And she's telling me, I don't think I'm going to make it, and that's it. The, le- the call goes down, and that was the last time we heard from her. That was the last thing she said to you, I don't think I'm going to make it. Yes. At least we got to say goodbye. Yes. <clears throat> so many other families. We got to say goodbye, we got to bury her, you know. There are so many dead, dead bodies that, peop- that are missing. You can hear it there. The scope and scale of the initial attack is just now coming into focus for so many Israelis. And now, CNN has uncovered more about just how thoroughly Hamas had planned for this attack and how a small group of volunteers rose up to fight back. From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Ryan. Matthew Chance is CNN's chief global affairs correspondent. And for the last few days, he's been working with our investigative unit on some exclusive reporting about the initial attack by Hamas on Israel. He told me about it when we spoke on Thursday afternoon. So we've been working for the past week or so, um, speaking to multiple sources, including officials in the Israeli government, um, first responders in the country that, that, that have seen the terrible things that happened, um, and of course, Israelis who, who witnessed the attacks firsthand. And, you know, we, we built up this really disturbing picture of the kind of intelligence, the kind of accurate information that Hamas, uh, the Palestinian militant group, had gathered uh, before carrying out these attacks. I mean, we're talking about, you know, video that the uh, gunmen had filmed themselves. You know, they had mm. you know, small personal cameras on their on their on their strapped onto them, um, and so you can see them sort of going in to Israeli homes, shooting people um, before, in some instances, being killed themselves. And in fact, it's from the dead bodies of those gunmen that documentation was retrieved. Oh. You know, by you know the residents and by uh, 
the first responders. And, and that documentation has been given to us as well. And it, it's it's just astonishing. They're highly detailed maps um, showing exactly where the security points are in each of these Israeli communities, you know, what the strength of the military forces were there and in the surrounding area, um, you know, what different locations could be used for uh, once they were taken over. You know, a kitchen, for example, could be used for... Um, you know, keeping hostages, mm. um, the the guard room, everybody inside it has to be eliminated. These, these are the kind of things in the in the um, in the documentation. And so, just this is this really carefully planned operation, uh, which must have taken months upon months to gather all that intelligence together, which was then acted on, of course, and, and had those you know, uh, catastrophic consequences for for the Israelis there. So it's not even just that they picked out specific kibbutzim to go into, but they knew about how these places were laid out and like where to go. Yeah, they knew how they were laid out. They knew where the generators were. Wow. They knew where, you know, the access points were, you know, beyond, you know, just the main access points. Um, they knew where the guards were, were located. Um, they they seem to know where individual houses were, where it, it would be most fruitful, I suppose, from their point of view, to to get hostages or to or to kill people. I mean, we we showed these maps and these documents to some of the residents um, inside the, the kibbutz that were, were targeted, and they were absolutely speechless, flabbergasted. You, you've had a look at it. How accurate is that map? How accurate are the details that they described in there? Shockingly. The details are very accurate. The map is a map of our kibbutz. I saw the the uh, the sketch. I saw the labels, the the translated labels. I had a glance at the plan. Not all of the details, but yes, it's very accurate. It's horribly accurate. It's shocking to know that we were in their sights. For so long and we had no idea that kind of intelligence about their homes could have been gathered by a, a militant group you can hear i'm in northern israel right now you can hear perhaps there's some artillery um shells yeah, because, yeah i mean the aftermath by the way of that those attacks um last week um, is you know a massive possibility of a regional war um, in, in this entire area, you're seeing Hezbollah firing rockets into Israel and Israel responding with the artillery you can hear behind me right now. So what happened when Hamas actually showed up to these communities? Well, I mean, as we've seen in some of those communities, uh, there were very tragic consequences. You saw Hamas cut through the fence, um, you know, penetrate and infiltrate those areas and literally go house to house killing people. But there's been a number of stories of people who um, fought very bravely to defend their neighbours and defend themselves and defend their communities. So you were one of the people that fought off the Hamas attack yeah. against your kibbutz. How did that go down? Um, well, 6.30 a.m. we had uh, the, the sirens about the Qassam rockets. So we woke up. My wife woke me up. Um, Yarden is... Is one of them. He was part of a security detachment at, at Kibbutz Mefalsim. It looked like they had a lot of information. They knew uh, the entrance. They knew basically the size of our uh, uh, security team. They knew about other three or four entrances to the kibbutz. And that was attacked by 
you know, a, a couple of dozen Hamas militants, as far as we, we can tell. Some guys that were already there, uh, they heard the shots, they understood what's going on. So they immediately ran to take uh, positions. They didn't manage to penetrate the perimeter of the kibbutz. Hmm. Uh, they killed somebody outside, and then there was a gun battle with Yarden uh, playing a, a significant role in that, and they basically held them off. Uh, some guys of our group found documents on them. What did you find? Uh, we found maps uh, detailing the entrances of the kibbutz, the roads, uh, uh, tactical information, you know, uh, uh, how how many supposed to be in the in the security team, uh, yeah. how how much time it would get to the it would pass until the army supposed to come. Yeah, uh, they knew from basically where from the army would come. Uh, they knew a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. In other communities, of course, you, you had kibbutz being overrun, whole towns being overrun by Hamas gunmen, and there you're seeing you know, 1,400 people who were essentially killed. And I think it's more than 200 people now, the Israelis have confirmed, as being held as hostages now in, in, in Gaza. Um, and I think that talks to a really interesting fact about this. I mean, we, we, we've talked a lot about the intelligence that Hamas had gained and how that led to, from their view, a very successful you know, operation against these Israeli communities. But it was also very much an Israeli failure as well. And that's probably just as important as a factor as the, as the Hamas planning. Hmm. Um, the security analysts that we've spoken to here are saying, look, you know, we took our eye off the ball. You know, we depended, Israel depended far too heavily on technology to police its borders. Hmm. It didn't have enough boots on the ground, enough people with binoculars and guns to physically defend those communities um, against the possibility of attack. And so, you know, there are going to be questions asked, there are being questions asked in Israel now about what went wrong, and, and there are going to be lessons learned from it. Certainly that's the hope here. And, and one of them is, you know, probably going to be put more, put more defences around these communities. I'll be back with Matthew Chance in just a bit. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Back now to my conversation with CNN's Matthew Chance. How does a group like Hamas get such detailed plans of these places without actually being there? Like, is it possible that there were human sources inside Israel? I think that's that's. It's possible and it's even likely. Hmm. Um, a lot of the residents that we've spoken to, uh, you know, they, they, they point their finger of suspicion at 
you know, the Palestinians that work in the grounds of their communities. You know, Israel has a policy of mm. uh, allowing some people from Gaza, they get permits, they come across uh, the frontier and they work in, in manual jobs, usually in, in the gardens or as cleaners or something like that. You know, and then they go back at the end of the day, back to Gaza or at the end of the week, whatever it is. Those people are being seen at the moment as potentially a way in which Hamas extracted information or gleaned information about the inside of these Israeli communities. That's one branch of investigation that, that Israelis are looking at. Because we lived in this lovely, lush, um, beautiful, uh, green area with gardens and trees that we're so proud of. And... Uh, and we, we don't know. We don't know how this happened. We have no idea. But again, I think where many Israelis are angry is that the security forces, the, the intelligence services, the military did not do enough physically to protect them. There will have to be an investigation how this could happen. And there will have to be restoration. And I think that's where the, uh, the consequences from this are going to be felt most deeply inside Israel. It's like their, their sense of safety, any sense of safety they felt before this is just shattered. Yeah, I mean, the word that a lot of people are using to me is disappointed. Do you blame the Israeli authorities, the security services, the army, for not I don't, catching I, this? It's not I blame. I, I, I but feel are you angry like, with them for not catching it? I, I feel it, I'm feeling, uh, 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 I would say, it's not angry, it's, it's disappointed. I mean, Disappointed. You know, we say we have the the greatest army in the Middle East and we know everything and our intelligence is that good and that, that and all that. And they just slapped us so far, so, so strongly in the face. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a huge slap on the face. We thought we were protected by our security services and by our intelligence service. They have this reputation to be the best in the world but they let us down. And, and there are going to be political consequences for that inside Israel. That's great reporting, Matthew. Thank you. David, thank you. Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Anna Sterla, Paula Ortiz, Krista Bow, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas. Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. Special thanks to Caroline Patterson and Florence Davy Atley. Thanks for listening. Be back tomorrow with another update. Talk to you then. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.